0: There's a generation of young people that are between the ages of 18 and 25 that are passionate about ending slavery in the world. And you're saying, oh, there's no slaves in the world. There's more slaves in the world right now than ever before. There's 27 million people who are being held against their will for sex, for making uh, shirts and for making clothes and pants and mining in the, uh, in the mines all across the world, And we need to be aware that this is going on. And I want you to look at this red X, and I want you to start looking for this red X. Uh, USA Today is going to have a full page ad on it. Uh, CNN is going to have a big spread about end it. If you see this red X and it says end it, uh, it's a good thing. And I want you to be aware that this is is beginning. It began last year in Atlanta, Georgia. These college students gave $3 million. And while we were there this year, there was a young girl there that was 14 and she had been enslaved for two years. And they were able to free this young girl and she was in the arena. And she thanked us all for what we were doing to free slaves because she had been one and now she wasn't. And now she knows Jesus because of the efforts of a lot of people. So I just want you to be aware when you see this red X and it says end it, I want you to be aware that, that this is going on. And if you Twitter or Twitter or twatter or whatever you guys do, uh, get on there and check it out because it's it's a real deal. And these these children want to end it. And I think they will in their generation with our help. So I'm not really an electronics guy, you can probably tell. Does it, Does anybody have any duct tape? Uh, no. Okay. Well, Ernie, you've preached a lot of sermons here at Christian Church, and you're just about to preach your last sermon for a while. I'm not saying ever, because you may come back and help us. And I wish we would have had time to uh, practice this. But it's kind of like a youth group. You know, you come in, hand me a sheet, say, hey, dog, you want to uh, teach a lesson? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this is the lesson right here. Okay. Uh, I'm probably the only guy in this room that's excited about you leaving. I I, I mean, every, at least once a week, I won't say every day, but at least once a week, I get a phone call, and it's from Ernie. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, hey, dog. Go figure. Why do you call me dog anyway? I, I haven't figured it out. But I'm, I'm about to because I'm going to miss your phone calls. And, and he would call and say, hey, dog, you want to cook for a few of my friends? And 50 would show up for breakfast. Way to go. Okay. Last sermon, Ernie. Finding a replacement for Ernie Harvey. And you say, Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. Say, say that again. I know that's hard for you to do. Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. If if I'm dead in my sin, Jesus is enough. If I need a savior, Jesus is enough. You're doing, You're doing real good, man. You're doing good. Okay. If I need a way to get to heaven, Jesus is enough. Trouble in my marriage,
1: Jesus is enough. Being bullied at school, Jesus is enough.
0: Struggling with my schoolwork,
1: Jesus is enough.
0: Oh man, he's good. (laughs) If I'm addicted to porn or drugs or alcohol, Jesus is enough. Gosh, that's a good one. Okay. (laughs) If the doctor tells me I'm going to die, Jesus is enough. Getting old and I can't do what I used to, Jesus is enough. Man, he's good. (laughs) Parents are getting a divorce, Jesus is enough. My girlfriend likes my best friend. Jesus is enough. Good one. Okay. It took me a long time to figure these out. People are talking about me on Twitter. Jesus is enough. The Colts the Colts lose a playoff game. Jesus is enough. You know? You know if you'd have took a job in Wisconsin, you could have rooted for the Packers. Yeah. Okay. My coach doesn't like me. Jesus is enough. I'm moving to Indiana, and I'm afraid. Jesus is enough. I'm looking for someone to replace Ernie Harvey. Jesus is enough. I love you, man.
2: Well, Ernie, we've had a lot of fun tonight, and now is your turn, buddy. You get the microphone, so and you don't have to stand on that. You can walk around all you want. Here you go.
1: It, it amazes me um, how people continue to think that they're funnier than I am. I just, don't, I just don't understand. I mean, we go through all of this thing, and, and you know, we get all these people up here, and we're like, you know, when I grab the mic, they're like, now, Ernie, we need for you when you say good morning. Like, seriously, Greg, are you going to have to hire somebody to say good morning? Because apparently there are no other preachers in America that can say good morning except me. You know, no other. I know, Exactly. But every time when I get up here to say good morning, Greg, like like I've not done it before ever, he's like, now, let me explain something to you. When you do it in the morning, make sure you don't make it comedy hour. Just tell them good morning and tell them about, you know, maybe make a few announcements, but make sure you don't make it comedy hour, okay? And then for the last hour and a half, hour long we've been in here, he makes it comedy hour. The other thing I'm going to miss most about Clinton, well, not the most thing, but one of the things, is staff meeting, because the great part about staff meeting, that's the best time of my week. I can get so much done in staff meeting that I can't get any of the other days, because we never do anything in staff meeting, so we just sit there, and so while they're kind of talking whatever they talk about, I work on lesson plans and different things like that. There was one staff meeting, though. Greg said, okay, guys. I really want to work on this. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. We're going to, you know, like hold hands or something during staff meeting. He's like, I want us all during the next hour to put our phones away. So I said, that's not that difficult. So I put my phone away. No joke. Next ringer, it's his. Goes right off, goes right off and sat me. It was great. That lasted for about 30 seconds. So we don't have that rule anymore. The other thing that troubles me about First Christian Church it That didn't come out right. I shouldn't have said it the way I said it. But the other thing that troubles me is is I walk down this hallway in this building, and people are like, I heard you coming. Like, I've never heard that before, okay? Like, they're the first person to say that. And I I don't know what to do. I don't know what the church wants from me. I don't know if they just want me to walk and not say anything or just be quiet. So one Sunday I thought, I'm going to try to be quiet. I'm just going to walk up. I'm going to say hi to people. I'm going to be just normal, calm. I'm going to be like Ken Hickerson, okay? I'm just going to be normal and calm, act like I'm in a coma, okay? I'm just gonna—I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Ken. I'm just joking, Ken. I'm just joking. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to get in trouble when I get home from April. But anyhow, uh, so I said I'm going to try this. And so the first person I say, good morning. The very first person I say, good morning, they're like, are you feeling okay today? I'm like, forget it. That's not going to last long. So I just went about and did my uh, daily business. Anyhow, a lot of food that I'm going to miss at First Christian Church. Um, it, it, there's never, I shouldn't say never, there's very rarely a time that there's not food being cooked for something or somebody or someone. The only the only thing I'm going to miss is they're not going to have anybody else to blame when, when there's food that's gone. Like today, earlier today, they're like, Somebody took some cookies. I'm like, I did not take any cookies. I just got here. They're like, somebody took some cookies. I'm like, I did not take any cookies, I promise. But I was cleaning out my desk today, and I'm not done cleaning out my office. So seriously, if anybody wants to stay around and help, feel free to, you know, because Adam wants to move right in. Adam's like, I'm going right in. So I was cleaning out my office today, and I was going through my top drawer, and there were some pens and paper clips and a couple pictures, and I'm like, this is really nice, and there's a couple other things, and there's like 27 forks in the back of my drawer, so I had to pull them all out, return them all to the kitchen, and just put them in the thing. I never did wash them. Sorry, Louise. Do You don't mind doing those, do you? All right. And there's like cake. Like one of them has like meatloaf stuck on it, but seriously, it is fine. Do not worry about it. So it is so true. The other thing, I really do appreciate the choir. and Give the choir one more round of applause. But one time I asked if I could sing with the choir. And this is a quote from Ruth, and she's not here tonight to defend herself, so I'll just quote for her. She said something to the effect of, I'll put you next to somebody who can't sing. So they won't know that's you that's not singing. I'm not going to tell you who was sitting up here, but it's one of these people she set me next to. So you just take your choice on, I think it was Scotty Harrell, but anyhow, uh, but it was one of those people. Uh, The other thing, some of the stories, one more thing, and then I'll be quiet and hand you the microphone. What time is it? Okay, good. Um, One more, one more story. I really do appreciate the people that have uh, said some things and done some things for me and just... All that's been happening. But some of the Facebook posts and different things that have happened, like the people from Fort Wayne are wondering a little bit because they're like, I don't understand some of this stuff. And they're trying to, I said, don't try to understand it. I'll explain it all when I get there. But they did see the one picture of me kissing Mackenzie Witzke on the forehead with my hand over her and like that. And so now there's a book published, it's 77 Things You Can't Do in Fort Wayne, okay? So it's a great book, you'll have to get it, it's a great book, and there's like 78 things you can't say in Fort Wayne, and so you'll have to get the book and different things like that, so I could go on all night. But anyhow, um, I just want to say thank you, Uh, I had no idea how many would, would be here tonight, I received so many texts from people today saying, we can't be there, we're, we're sick. We can't be there because so-and-so's not feeling well. We can't be there because we got food poisoning. We, By the way, don't eat at a certain rate. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But this crowd tonight, the crowd this morning, the crowd last weekend, has just been phenomenal for me and my family. This isn't easy, and, and it's been difficult. And, and I know God is bigger than me, and God's bigger than you, but that doesn't make it any easier. I'm excited about what God is doing in Fort Wayne in Indiana, and I'm excited about what God is doing in Clinton, Illinois and And I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, I appreciate when I look and when people are up here speaking, and I look throughout this crowd and you and you 're laughing and and we 're laughing and 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 tears are flowing and and there 's just so many memories that that are there and i can 't even begin to tell you what those memories mean to me and so from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of my family. I just want to say thank you, and and this is not the end. I'll just randomly show up and say good morning, and you guys will be like, why is he back? Why is he back? (laughs) Thank you so much. I love each and every one of you, and and I just can't say enough. Thank you, and I appreciate all that you've done for me and for my family.
2: I would like to ask all of the current elders and anyone that served as an elder during Ernie's time as minister to come up right now. We're going to have a closing prayer time. So if the elders would please come up at this time, Um, Ernie, uh, boy, you brought the crowd out tonight. The ushers counted and there's 250 people here tonight. So um, good job. That's an inside joke. Sorry. Okay. Ernie, your friend Candy Heap organized this. And as people came in tonight, they put together a very special thank you plaque, and you can see the many, many names. There were so many people that came out tonight, not everyone had a chance to sign it, but uh, we want you to hang it, your office, your house, wherever you want to. But when you see this, we want you to remember your many, many, many friends at First Christian Church of Clinton. And we wish nothing but God's blessing on you and your family. I know God is going to do great things in your uh, ministry at Fort Wayne. We love you, and we just thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all that you've done. So I'm going to ask the elders right now, I think I'm going to take this because the glass is not on that, and I don't want you to smudge it. I know not that you would, of course, but I'd like to uh, ask the elders just to surround this family during this time, and we're going to close our time together with a word of prayer. I know, I know. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this night, and it is good to laugh, and it's good to cry, and it's good to reflect on uh, honor To whom honor is due. And uh, I just thank you so much for the impact that you have been able to make through Ernie and April and the Harvey family. All of them love ministry, every one of them. And they roll up their sleeves and they get busy and they say, Here I am, use me. And so as this chapter of ministry concludes and a new chapter begins, we reflect back and we just say, Thank you for the blessings. And we just pray that great things take place in your name in the weeks and the months and the years ahead in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I thank you for Chris Steele and the leadership at Christ Church at Georgetown. And I pray that as Ernie joins the staff that um, just incredible things will happen and you will get all the glory and all the honor. Thank you for the memories that we have. Thank you for the friendships that we've made. Bless Ernie and April and Sean and Micah. We love them so much. We're going to miss them, but we know it's so much bigger than us. It's all about you. We love you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. You are all invited to join us in the Family Life Center and the food crew headed back there. When you get in there, dive in. We'd love to have you stay as long as you want tonight. Good night.